9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Go plug yourself. You plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. You plug like that Walter hasn't even sat down yet. He's just like, he was like, the curtain and the tablecloth are the same. And it blew his mind, even though he's been here for like an hour. How about that? And also, this whole entire start didn't uh, didn't go like the normal way on the podcast, Walter, because normally you're saying something like mildly offensive, <laughs> like vaguely aggressive. Say something mean about someone, just so it like... The podcast usually okay. starts with me venting about something. Yep. Because for years we've done the podcast... After work, mm-hmm. and so I come off work. You're like, let me tell you about what happened at work, or I'll, or you know, something else. That's let me tell on. you about this comic I hate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the best part. We, like, <laughs> and then, then the podcast goes downhill from that yeah, moment. Is Walter then, complaining about comedians, and then and then you start recording. Yep. And and we've done like 200 episodes or some garbage. This show. is episode 200. <laughs> And yeah. we made it, everybody. Walter and my friendship is still intact. And for 180 of those episodes, uh-huh. you've managed to trick me mostly, yeah, into doing a cold open. Yep, that involves me saying something. I, I, I fiddle around with the computer and pretend I'm like trying he's to like, set he's things like, up. Oh, I gotta do a thing. Then I wait till he's about to say something incendiary, and I'm like, oh crap! And then I press yeah. record, and then he's saying something mildly offensive, maybe. And because of that, I haven't gotten the festival yet. It's true. <laughs> Still haven't made it. So uh, my dad is here, everybody. I, I feel that I'd be remiss if I didn't point this out. Yeah, and I thought, my dad, too. Also, he's Walter's dad. My dad, too. Dude, he's your stepdad. Wow. Stepdad? Step- Dad-in-law. That's the correct one. Father-in-law. His wife, Sarah, just said he's my dad, too. Yep. And for just, God's sakes, I hope he's not. I also agree with that. What? <laughs> One of the things I was like, oh, my dad is going to come to this like podcasting thing, and there's going to be uh, there's going to be comedians doing stand up. We have a band, Sweetheart Grip, who's going to be performing music. Yeah. And when people, when my dad talks and he, he you know he wants to be proud of his son, he's going to be like, my son did this thing. And you're like, oh, there were comedians, and they were they were doing stand up, musicians playing music. You're like, what did my son do? He just sat there and talked like an idiot. That was <laughs> that's my son's contribution to the show. He did nothing, nothing of value. He just talked a lot. I feel like. You, you've presented this as my retirement show, yep. but really, it's like a father-son redemption arc. <laughs> but it's not, though. It's just sort of like, I have my, my kid is the one who doesn't have a talent, except for he has a computer. Your kid? No, he's, he's saying it. Which persona are you, Doc? I'm my dad right now, and I'm saying... <laughs> How's that vodka soda treating you there, buddy? I wish you had more vodka soda. No, because what happened is you tried to put it on my tab, and the lady told me. Yo, that was crazy. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I showed up, and I got a drink. And I was like, make okay. sure everything is on Keith's tab. Yeah. Make sure. Walter, and this. She, and she's like, okay, I don't know what, what you're talking about. But okay, sure. And then I went to get another drink. And then she mm-hmm. said, by the way. That Keith's tab that you told me about before, that doesn't exist. That's not even real. There is no Keith's tab. Yeah. And I said, what? 
And she said, uh, Keith told me that. I'm like, that sounds like something Keith would say. Because he's a cheap bastard. So Walter, if you like, so Walter looks like he's drinking some kind of a normal beverage. It's not. It's a double you know vodka cheap, soda you know, in a pint you know glass. You look? Sure. I'm just going to like back it up and give a little more context to this entire thing. We recorded a podcast. Walter's drinking these double bullshit vodka sodas in a pint glass. And I'm like, oh, like I'll pick up the tab. I'm like, you know, drinks are six or seven bucks a pint. That's a normal thing. His two vodka sodas ran $35. And I'm just like, I'm like, buddy. And he's like, yeah, you're good for the drinks? I'm like, sure, no problem. And like, I go and settle up. And I'm like, what is happening? Again. And then he's like, he's real shitty about it. I'm like, how much should they run you? I'm like, 35 bucks. He's like, bro. And I'm like, yeah, you still owe me that money, dude. Like, if it was like literally, if you had had two beers and it was like twelve bucks, I would have just dropped it completely. But I'm like, this it's right four, here is why forty I'm bucks. This is why I'm quitting right and here, and that's why he's quitting <laughs> the podcast. It's just because like I got I, I do two hundred episodes of this dog and pony podcast, <laughs> and I gotta get heat over two vodka sodas. You see the problem here? You like see seventeen dollar vodka sodas. I I I Dane Keith with my presence. And and I like oh okay I'll have a couple of drinks and sure enough real we're, high and mighty we're here. at like the, the the who wants to be a millionaire vodka soda <laughs> bar like where they where they where they're upselling the shit. What's the uh, most you've ever paid for a double vodka soda? Like it's <laughs> so a couple summers ago I tried to lose weight but just drinking vodka. But I didn't want to stop drinking, and so I tried to drink a bunch of vodka sodas and not eat a lot of food, and then I got really drunk on the vodka sodas. And uh, it was a, it was a, the sequel to the Summer of Darkness, and uh, and then you found your love of vodka sodas. I found my love of vodka sodas, <laughs> and and but I discovered that the the range and price of vodka sodas really varies from like look like place to place, and on the low end. So at the end of the day, you got to <laughs> think about what a vodka soda is. It's it's just... two shots of like well vodka, uh-huh. like, the, like the cheapest vodka you got lying around. And then fucking club soda. It's like like fizzy water, right? Yeah, there's nothing to it. It's, it's just it's two shots of vodka, fizzy water, a wedge of lemon if you're feeling fancy. $17 right? has to be the high end, though. Seven, like. I, sometimes, yeah, some places would charge $17 Like the place I ended like, up. I swear to God, if you're making a double vodka soda with fucking Grey Goose, just kill <laughs> Anyway, so... <laughs> Do you want to uh, you want to bring up the first act slash guest? No, I got a couple of things to talk about. I have uh, more things to say about vodka soda and the prices in Montreal. It's nice to see everybody here tonight. Thank you guys for coming out. So the, thank uh, you so 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 much. 200. If you make a bunch of noise, it'll sound like there's a hundred people here. We do have a hundred people. One hundred people. It'll sound more like there's a hundred people here, Keith. If you stop talking about how there's not fucking a hundred people here, Keith. No, I'm, uh, well, I'm got, saying it's going to sound Dad, like the precise. We got John, John. We got Rob at the bar. We got Kate, Kate, and Rob. To my uh, my my rogue um, copywriter associate from the Island of Misfit Toys. From the Island of Misfit Copywriters. We got Rob and Kate <laughs> over here. How you guys doing? We got the guy, the copywriters in the house. This is like, and this is amazing. And I'll say this. This was, and Kate knows this. This at one point, this uh-huh. uh, this podcast got me a job. That's true. <laughs> yeah. There's a- <laughs> exactly because Kate, 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 but but because you were a guest on the podcast, Did you just flipped me off with your lopped off finger. You're like a. You're so there's like also a- Turbo. There's also Turbo House history. You're a celebrity. <laughs> Kate is a celebrity on this podcast. Exactly. 
So we're we're not in, we're current, we're recording live from Turbo House, and it was not this incarnation of Turbo House, no, but in previous incarnation Turbo of Turbo House, chopped off the tip of Kate's finger yeah. when Kate was playing a show uh, with the Great Sabatini, who is also Sean from the Great Sabatini's here. Yeah. So it's all family. This is what I'm saying: is it's all family. The podcast here tonight. <laughs> Enemies of fingertips. Yeah. So do you want to bring up the first act no, slash guest? What uh, what's up? No, that's about it. All right. We're really going to plow through the guests. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. They're going to come up. So we're going to have... The lineup. Got, our, we have this three... Is Walter, this is your life kind of Walter, situation. this is your life. Our know. first guest is your uh, wayward protege? Ines <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anaya, everybody. Give it up for Ines Anaya. <laughs> I was going to say, you just like did all your time about hating interviews, and I'm like, sit down for an interview. Ines, how's that? Job interviews. Oh. This so where do you see I have yourself? To prove myself, whereas here, you have to show a lot of interest in me. This is an interview I yeah, love. But, but this is kind of, we're going to, we're maybe going to turn the tables and interview Walter, though. Oh, yeah, true, If you true. want. I was going to say, where do you see yourself in five years, Ines? Uh, didn't we cover this? <laughs> didn't Come we go on. doing this stupid podcast again, probably? Yeah, yeah. No, episode, five years ago, I didn't think I'd Episode 3,000 of Go Plug Yourself. Yeah. So, Walter, what's up? Oh, no. Do you want to ask questions, or do you want to have questions asked of you? I have so many questions. I go, Please tell uh, me the questions. Where did 10 years go? Uh, where did 10 years of podcasting go into 200 episodes down the drain? Are they still, is every episode still out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You can get every single episode that we ever did. You can go back to episode but one. You probably won't. Yeah. Episode one, Walter reads an extended passage from Lance Henriksen's autobiography. No one knows who Lance is. Does anyone know who Lance Henriksen is? Yes. There you go. I was like Sean Wood. He's in Aliens. Do we? <laughs> have, have we... No, but he's, he, he, Lance is. Have we ever had any guests who have ended up in prison? Oh. I don't think so. Yes. You? Oh. Oh. We had Joey Cormier from the Great Sabatini on, who I guess has ended up in prison. Wow. So where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, so, so, no, no, no. no, no. Who ended up in prison. As a result of things. Oh, whoa, yeah. We, yeah, we had a, we had a. Question. How many federal crimes have been committed as a result of the podcast? Is what There's I mean. a whole section what of the... What is the statute of limitation what is... uh, on the amount of federal crimes that have been committed as a result of the podcast? Ines, federal I, crimes? I don't know that that question makes sense. How many... How many federal crimes have you committed, Ines? Uh, federal? Uh, none. No, I don't know. What are the, <laughs> what, what are the federal ones? <laughs> which ones are federal? Yeah. Which, which ones are local? <laughs> <laughs> Go over our, our city bylaws real quick. <laughs> Who can tell anymore? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, none of them. So why did you uh, choose cowardly and lazy for a life of crime? <laughs> cowardly and lazy. Yeah. But most criminals are both cowardly and lazy. Yeah, that's how they. Such as such as the life of a criminal. Yeah. Is it? I feel like you gotta have some balls. And yeah, balls. but or is it is it balls or is it stupidity? Right, like as you're like, I could get away with this. Or drugs, but I mean, which triggers the stupidity, I guess. Yeah. Or it's and like, isn't itself already illegal? How so many people yeah. in the crowd have ever gone on a tear through, uh, um, like, I don't know, like Tijuana, or like, just like, gone crazy? Like, you know, when you just get real, real crazy on mescaline, head down to TJ. How many, uh, Bruce? <laughs> you ever been to Tijuana, Bruce? Why not? 
That's crazy. It's crazy to you that my father has never been to Tijuana and gone he on a tear. Like a Far guy. away, you know. Whoa. Okay, Bruce. Let's not go nuts. So why did you uh, why did you choose Walter to be your mentor, Ines? Um, so if you don't, I no, I didn't choose him. He just like me calling him my comedy godfather was like descriptive rather than like me like giving him the role. It was just when I started comedy, mm-hmm. I realized a few months in I was talking to another person who was new, and they're like, "Oh, so like what rooms have you done?" And I started listing them, and like ninety percent of them were spots that Walter had given me. Ah. so I was like, "Oh, this person's like really kickstarting my career." And then I think we just have like a good rapport because we have a similar sense of humor that makes other people say that we're jerks, but makes us think that we're very funny. And I just think <laughs> it made me very comfortable to go, like if I ever have questions or, uh, or, or concerns or don't understand anything about the industry, I ask him and then he gets mad because he's like, how dare you assume I know things, but then he tells me anyway. So <laughs> it works. You know? And then he just yells at you for half an hour about how everything is wrong in the industry. It's like a yeah. dry asshole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> But it comes from a good place. Good place. Yeah. yeah. And then and we understand that about each other. And, and like and I and like and I can tell Inez about mistakes that I've made. So many like times. doing a like, podcast. Like thinking that I was a completely different person for the first fifteen times we met or something like no, that. Oh, only the first like four. Oh, okay. Only the who's, first. Who's like, the four. other Enos? I don't even know. No, I don't think it even was like a name situation. Like I, I also was, like to think that it was both of them or you. There was just two of them, and it's like <laughs> in his foggy, foggy memories, he's like, ah, it's not the same girl. You change your hair a lot, so maybe, do, so maybe he was like, ever shifting. That's different. <laughs> what? No. What did happen? Anyway. Uh, okay. There's a lot of people that uh, I made along the way. Yeah. And, uh, You're like the littlest hobo of comedy. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like limited to... Montreal and six area. locations, six venues. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Inebriated through most of it. You... <laughs> I'm, that's just facts, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. The littlest hobo got into the hooch. <laughs> the littlest hobo what? The littlest hobo got into the hooch. Yeah. So it has... Uh, uh, You've got a just uh, for last audition coming up. I did, yeah, I do. Or yeah, I do have it coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you have a follow up on that, or you're just stating facts? March third at the What's comedy nest. With <laughs> woo. Now, what are the four price points for that show? What? What are the, the four different? How many different price tiers? Prices, what are the like, tiers? Um, what are the, what, I, I how much do the tickets cost in advance? And then what do they cost like a week before the show? And what do they cost the week? This is such a roundabout dig. And what do they cost at the door? I um, I don't know. All the infos on Facebook. What what are you? Would you be more stressed about a a job interview or the JFL biz? Oh, Not a job interview. Job interview. Yeah, I'm just because I'm legitimately bad at those. You know, it's like I mean, like I don't know. Though. I don't think it's not that I'm confident that I'm going to d- nail this audition, but it's like I know that I can get on stage and perform stand up. And worst case scenario, they just don't give me a spot and I go home and it's just like doing any other show I've done so far. Yeah. But like a job interview, it's like, because I know I'm going to be bad at it. So I'm like already ready to. to <laughs> you just go into a job interview assuming you're going to be bad at the job or bad at the interview? Uh, I mean, kind of both, but mostly the interview. No, actually more the interview than the job. Like, I feel like I'm someone who has a hard time navigating um, the 
the sort of like world of like job interviews and cover letters yeah. and resume making or whatever. But I like would be qualified for many of the jobs that I've that I've alluded in that sense because I feel like they're two very different skill sets. You know, I know people who are very good at writing cover letters yeah, and like yeah, yeah. doing follow up emails and going to job interviews that are not necessarily the most competent for a job position. They say that all the time at work. People who interview real well, then you're like, oh no, it was all smoke and mirrors. We're yeah. screwed. What was um? Have you, what was like the most blown interview you ever did? If you're like, did you, did you ever like sit down? And you're like, nope, uh, this and just bounce. Um. Okay, well, kind of. When I was like still in university, I uh, interviewed to be a research assistant at a lab that I really, really wanted to work at. And I went in for for an interview, and I did like pretty okay. And then they were like gonna give me the position, but then it didn't like work with the schedule. So this is like every semester. So then I applied the next semester, and even though I had already been accepted, they made me go through the interview again. I guess just for like formality. Kind of harsh. And though. then I like I it was the same. They asked me the exact same questions. <laughs> And I somehow did twice as bad on the second one. And I was just like, I was like, all right, well, then I'm, now I'm not getting it, I guess. And I, I guess probably because they remembered me or whatever, they still gave me the, the job. But I, I, I was like so certain. I was like, how? I've already answered these adequately. Not great, but like adequately. And now I'm just like. Just I, tanking I think, the I whole thing. Yeah, I'm completely. The guy comes up to you after and he's like, Ines, are you okay? Yeah. Like, is everything, <laughs> is everything, you had these questions three few months, months ago. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> You're like, is everything okay? Why, why did everything go so south from that? Uh, yeah. Walter, what's the most uh, screwed up interview you ever did? I think it was like a one time where I pretended that I knew how to speak French. <laughs> <laughs> and like properly. Je suis parfaitement bilingue. Like, I tried to like apply for a job at like HSBC. Mm hmm. And and like they're like and your French is like like pretty good it's like passable and like and you're like we 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 why all don't and um, and then it wasn't and then I did like a like a written exam and then I never worked for HSBC you uh, written exam in French. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. It was done. Like I, I have a decent French accent, so people think that I know what I'm speaking, but I don't really. But I could not write it for the life of me. Uh, but you do comedy in French now, though, yeah. I, uh, I am now a uh, designated francophone in the uh, Nice. I, uh, I'm on a different uh, tax bracket. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, I'm doing only gigs in French now. Mm-hmm. And he only uses three, 33% English in, his, in, in that. Set. Yeah, it's a, it's a bilang set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, uh, have you only done comedy in English, Ines? Yeah. You've never... Would you do Spanish comedy? or? Uh, I mean, I like the idea of it, but I haven't like really written any jokes uh, and I've been trying to translate the ones I already have because, like, my cousins want to watch it, and so I'm like, been trying to subtitle my videos, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this like really, like, it's not as, uh, like, it doesn't necessarily translate as well, even even when it's not entirely like word player or whatever yeah, yeah. have you. I'm like, oh, this kind of sounds like weird and clunky, and it's not as funny. So I don't know. I think I would have to write material specifically in Spanish, and I haven't. Goals. I will produce a Spanish language show. Okay, awesome. <laughs> you heard Chris, it here first. Chris, where's Chris? Friday? Does Friday work Chris, for you? Chris, do we got a venue where we can do a Spanish show? Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out. Let's book a Spanish show, Chris. Can we sit down and book a Spanish show? <laughs> Chris? All right, it is. We're good. 
Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ines, you're gonna come come back later for the last Plug thing. Spanish show too. Oh, that for the for, for the, the last the, thing for the mic fiesta. Yeah. Uh, for the for the microphone party later. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Ines. Thank you, thank Ines. You. Thank Woo! you, Ines Walter. Get a drink too. What's the? Um... <laughs> well, that's the one. You know my order. Put it on keys tab, would you? No. Uh, so just a little bit about the uh, comedians that are performing here tonight. We have Ines, who we just saw. Well, we well, have first of all, the first thing you need to know. Yeah. Is I invited none of them. Yeah. Walter. Walter checked out mentally from this podcast months ago, like years. Years ago. <laughs> when we did our year in review special, we ran through the the guests of 2019 and everyone of the people who are and here I, now. My, my well, Walter was like. Pfft, we booked that guy. I was like, you booked that guy. <laughs> just, like, just sort of like you, you gave that guy a spot. Uh, but yeah, no. The, what the a good live experience this. Yes. Are you but, guys having a good time so far? Thank you. Try the uh, shrimp uh, cocktail. Yeah, exactly. There's an all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet out shrimp back. No, but I was going to say the three comedians that are performing and uh, that we're talking to tonight, uh, Ines, Lawrence, and Chris, are actually the roster of stand-ins for Walter when Walter leaves the show after this. So if you keep listening to Go Plug Yourself, you're going to hear them co-hosting with me. So that's how I picked the comedians. It's almost like it might go better. Maybe. They've all been very professional when I've done the shows with them. It's been great. And you're suggesting I'm not? One time you fell asleep doing a crossword puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) That's not no exaggeration whatsoever. Um, our next future co-host, I think it was Kyle. Uh, our next comedian slash future co-host is Lawrence Corber. Everybody, make some noise, Mr. Lawrence Corber. His friends call him the L Dog. His Instagram handle is Lully, which I I've never referred to him as, but in my head I'm always like, it's Lully. You can if you want to. Does anyone ever call you that ever? Yeah, my friends who have known me a long time call me Lully. Well, I'm just gonna jump in and be like, I'm one of your friends who knows in a long time. That's fine. Oh, boy. Lawrence, you know sometimes people and like you know this. Like, have you ever gotten? Has anybody ever talked to you thinking it was me? Because I get I get people talking to me thinking it's you. On what like grounds? They, like they think, like physically, when they're in the same room, yeah. they're like, "Oh, I thought like, you were yeah, Lauren." Yeah, like, 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 oh yeah, like, and like, you, you ever got that? Not once. No. no. Lawrence takes care of his hair. Your Zal, your Zal, a thing. Yeah, but Walter, that's like a money maker for Walter. Like he gets. Oh, I'm not, dude. Gigs. He gets so many. He gets cast in so many things on so the many look. Commercials. Yeah, yeah I, got my, uh, I got my I got my and like I got my actual receipt for the past year, and there was uh, two gigs on it. Boom! Nice. Hey, I'm an actor. Uh, keep it going. You immediately got a role one time for looking like a murderer. I did. And yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and and an undercover cop. And an undercover I cop. He was like a narc. Like you yeah. be a convincing narc. I was a I was a bi- one time I had shorter hair and just a mustache, and I was a biker. Okay. But like a real life biker. And like the guy was still alive. Like he was in jail and shit. Oh, when you were you were in like, and I was like Oh no, because was was this one of those like the, the like TV show was like a re- crime reenactment? Yeah, yeah, they were like, like and then he came and in. I'm like, well, who am I? And I Googled the dude and like, he was like alive <laughs> and in jail. 
And then, like, obviously not going to be in jail that much longer. Uh, well, how is that obvious? It was obvious. But okay. What if he comes for you? He's like, you can play me That's right. That's what I'm like, saying. What are you going to do, This bro? is the implication. So did you – Could you should have asked to go see him? Like to get to oh, do the you, you know like to do the character work to For be like research, listen, yeah. yeah 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 exactly like, that's it like, like, physical well, like ultra method ultra method ultra yeah, method exactly yeah <clears throat> what was he in jail for um you know biker shit biker things elaborate uh you know below car bombs he, he had a bike and he beat a guy to death with his bike <laughs> like over his head like over like he picked up the motorcycle <laughs> yeah, it picked it up over his head brought it down on him that's what most bikers go to jail for i think that's most bike cr- biker crime is that that's i believe sons of anarchy is that that's what, I what uh the rico case lawrence i was uh i was listening to the radio coming in here and i thought of you thank you yeah because you just you, i frequently <laughs> listen to the radio and think of lawrence <laughs> uh, like, oh this, this is a lawrence jam right here lawrence Jam? It's an L Dog Jam. L Dog Jam. Lully. Loving for Lully. Uh, no, there was. A, there's because you. This is a dating show. You were on a. Number one. <laughs> exactly. What makes you think about me when you hear the radio? Um, you recently just came back from a cruise with yeah. your lady friend. I did. Uh, and there was the. Uh, there's a cruise right now that is quarantined because of the coronavirus. Have you heard about this? Not it that one. It sounds like uh, obviously not. You're here. We left it on the boat. Oh, <laughs> I love I love Keith's implication that I caused the coronavirus. Of you started it. All cruises have coronavirus. No, but have you Where heard you about go, this Keith? cruise ship though? Have I heard about this? No, no. So people are people I who only focus you know, on cruise ships when I'm going on them, and then I just this. block it out of my mind afterwards. Good call. It was a sweet deal too, man. They had like a fucking go kart on top of the ship. Did you like, ride the go kart? Of course I rode. The Why would you not? How would you not? Why not? Was there like, but was it like so cheap because of the massive risk of getting coronavirus? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get people on a cruise ship. Coronavirus risk is so high. I really feel bad about every public gathering, like every comedy show I host in the age of coronavirus. I feel bad because <laughs> you feel like you're contributing to it. What's that? All three no. Weeks it's, it's because I put my mouth on everybody's I feel, drink. But I, but I get uh. funny about it is like people will bring it up casually as a joke, right? Like people are like, like, we're, like we're doing right now. Like, They're like, watch out, coronavirus. Like people are dying. Like fucking relax. <laughs> people are like, is that coronavirus? Like relax, Steve. Like fuck. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Not you, Steve. And <laughs> not you, Steve. I had Steve. to pull out Steve. See, Steven, I told you it's not always about you. Not Steve. always about you. I like how he reacted like it was him. I was uh, looking at him at the Keith, time, but Keith. not you. Not you, Steve. Keith, yeah. I, can, we, we, can we deep dive? Do. I'm sorry, Laura. Elmer. Do you want to know about the cruise? I just want to, you know, Keith, I'd like <laughs> I'll to talk dive. about the cruise all day. Yeah. I'd like to deep dive into GPYS uh, statistics right okay. now. Okay. In the 200 episodes, give or take, that I've yeah. hosted with you. Uh, you haven't hosted. I've hosted one, so you by default have hosted Yeah, no, he, you have, you've not co-hosted 200. It's okay. But this well, there's, so uh, I've been there for everyone. 200. So the 195 episodes that I've hosted. There you go. Better. Uh, how many times has uh, Steve hypothetically come up? Oh, like Steve or, or 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 Steve over Any there? Steve. Okay, the word Steve. There was a fray period where probably it was happening every episode multiple times. Was it the summer of darkness? Yeah, in and around the summer of darkness, Walter summer, would just did you, even, did you get to experience? That? I, I I was at the tail end of the summer of darkness. You want okay? Explain the summer of darkness for a our listeners and b everyone who thinks you're just talking craziness. Uh, Summer of Darkness happened about like a few years into the podcast, a couple of years, maybe two, three years. And, you know, I love summer. My birthday is in July. I'm a, I'm a cancer. And uh, thank this you. is a dating show. 
And uh, there was one summer there where it, things kicked off weird and things got progressively darker and things that, like, it seemed like... and like I'm Paul Bearer died. Paul Bearer died. <laughs> that uh, was what started it all. <laughs> the wrestling was figure. That actually what yeah. Close personal friend to Walter J. Exactly. You know the Undertaker's mortician manager. Passed away, and then no, but then and then the Cosmos guy got murdered. Uh huh. And then there was Carl Sagan's dead. No, Cosmos guy got murdered. Oh, the restaurant. Carl Sagan on my street. Yeah, that's That's what I'm saying. It was dark as shit. Carl Sagan is also dead. There. Wait, the restaurant. (laughs) Yes. Fuck. And then I got. I got. I like to get fireworks. In the, the place I like to get fireworks at. These are all related. Exploded. Oh, oh no. What are the chances? Wow. I know. And the people died. And the, it was that's not funny. And like, but that was all one <laughs> and summer. And yet here I am laughing. That was all one I summer. I mean, I think, I think no matter what context, I think a firework factory exploding mm-hmm. is always funny. Yeah, I think exactly. always something stupid. Even like, even the firefighters who are there, like first responders and all that stuff are like, <laughs> They probably can't go in because things are going off. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. They have to stand there waiting for it to go up. So I like that. It was a summer of darkness. Uh, did you have any hard-hitting questions for uh, for Walter? Things, 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 things you've always, things you've always Walter, wanted to. Walter once said something to me a bunch of times in a row, and I've oh, never no. been able to get it out of my head. Oh. When I was a young comic back in the day, Walter used to come up to me. With, with no context before an open mic and go take position the storm is coming <laughs> I think I, it was I think it was I can walk away I think it was take position and await for the storm and await for the storm as I recall did you get that from summer or just like the darkness the darkness <laughs> it just came it was, it was it was the darkness but also I possibly that movie with uh, what's his face the perfect storm. No, who's the guy Zod from the new Superman movie? Oh, the imperfect. Oh. What's the guy Zod? What's that guy? What's, I don't know. What's that, what's that actor's the name? The above average storm. No, what's that guy's name? Zod from. No, the... who's the actor who plays Zod? Steven? <laughs> from the new. It's still not you. It's still another. No, Steven. no, no. It's another Steven. It's another Steven. Another Steven. We but don't ser- want to be ambiguous. But seriously, uh, he was also know... in Boardwalk Empire. He plays. So the guy who plays Zod in the new. Steve Buscemi. No, 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 no. The. Michael Shannon. Oh, Michael Who Shannon. The Michael G. Shannon. Who Michael said Michael Kate Shannon? Uh, Kate and uh, April. Uh, points to the lady. Uh, this is yeah, now at Shannon. midnight. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Michael uh, Shannon was in a movie called... Uh, Perfect Storm. No, the, uh, take Shelter. Thank John. And, uh, guys, every show should be a live show just because you guys need the help. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that fucking? It's but, Michael Shit. There's so many like started facts on this show that never go anywhere. When I listen back to them, I'm which like, must, which must drive you fucking mental. It's right? craziness. You are such a completionist. Yeah, like, I'm just like, ah. Here's another nuts. fun fact from the GPYS. See, well, he's archive. not gonna, he's yeah. not gonna yeah. tell yeah. the Michael Shannon thing. Half of all GPYS archive time, like of Keith on air, is him devoted to looking up facts on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy being <laughs> right. If he's never talk, if if you don't hear him talking, it's because he's looking up shit on his phone. Did you see Take Shelter? Good movie, right? But it's all about a guy telling people to, you know... Take shelter away from the storm? Take shelter away from the storm. Because oh. he, he knows of the oncoming storm that's coming. You guys want to hear my favorite uh, Go Plug Yourself moment? Go for it. Was, it was uh, from an episode that didn't have Walter. It oh. Was co-hosted 
by me. Oh. Keith and I uh, interviewed the nominee for the Green Party for yeah. Canada. And my favorite moment was the guy from the Green Party looking at both of us. And he was running in fucking NDG Westman, I yeah, think. Yeah. And he's like, guys, it's pretty tight. I'm going to win this thing. <laughs> And Keith is a fucking saint. Because I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no! And I'm like, no, I'm just holding it in. I'm just like, in in my fucking, I'm I'm losing. I'm just, it's coming up, it's bubbling. And Keith, with the focus of like, just a fucking monk, just goes, yeah, no, it's, you know, anything is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Keith, who can't shut the fuck up, is just a, yeah, I guess, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, it was, numbers, oh. numbers, anything could happen yeah, with numbers, man. Who knows? Can't can't wait till the polls. Yeah. Remember, got, remember the time I got us into like uh, guys like the what's his face, Yannick Paquet. Yeah, that was and, like, weird. He, like the comic book guy, and he invited us into his home. Yeah, he drew Swamp Thing, the artist from Swamp the Thing, guy, like, did, like, and the like, New Fifty Two, like DC like comic book covers and shit. Lives in Montreal, and we're like, want to do the podcast? He's like, sure. Come to my home, and we're like, we'll do a podcast in my living room. We're it's like, very fun. Did he draw you? Sure. Did he draw us nude? Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. He drew us like his French girls. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lawrence ended up looking like the swamp thing. Correct. Lawrence, thank, thank you so that, much. Me? No, I don't know. He's off a swamp thing. He's off a swamp thing. I'm trying to keep the show rolling. We less talk because the thing is because you and I. No, because listen, because you and I can keep bantering about Yannick Paquette while Sweetheart Grip sets up a little bit. I feel. What about the the sea dog? Yes, Chris Medito's coming on after the musical guest. I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be back. Give it up one more time, everybody, for Mr. Lawrence Corber. He'll be back for the finale thing. Um, and now it's time for my favorite segment of the show. Keith and, uh, and Walter talk to each other while the band sets up. Keith and Walter do weekend update. Hey, yeah. well, give me give me your best weekend update joke, Walter. No, is it about? That? It's <laughs> nope. amazing. It's amazing how forced this experience is, considering that we've done two hundred of these. Yeah, and and I'll I'll be honest with you guys, and like I don't know if this is apparent, but like out of you know one hundred ninety five episodes that I've recorded, I uh, cannot remember approximately. 194. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I don't think, like, I doubt, I, I feel. And, I, and, and I had a sober period. When? I had, a, there was. Like a full sober period? Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was like, there was like a sober period. There was like a fucking, do you not recall that? No. You guys, do we have like, any long time with John? Do you remember when I went sober for about eight months? Years ago, eight months. Yeah, honestly, like I only remember yeah. maybe like a month or two at a time. No, no, no. Wow. Do you remember John? What? Good, what, eh? what? What knocked you off the horse? What? What knocked you off the horse? Uh, general apathy. Oh, you were just like, I'm done. I'm finished with it. I'm finished with sobriety. Yeah. Okay. And then I was able to keep doing the podcast. Okay. Um, well, on that note, which which podcast did you do sober? Do you remember the guests? Uh, no, I don't, and uh, that must mean it was your fault. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a great musical act for you yes. uh, tonight. Uh, are, are you guys ready for uh, a little change of the pace here? Yep, we're gonna get um, melancholic, sad songs. That's right. Uh, we had this band on... Said that off mic. Yeah. yeah. Let me do it again. There we go. It's more, more like melancholic and the infinite happiness. There you go. All right. 
So we have this band uh, that is about to perform for you, Sweetheart Grip, a couple episodes on. A couple episodes ago, back in, I think, want to say November, and they mentioned that they had yet to perform a live show. They will be performing a full-length live show here in a couple weeks. Uh, The 28th. February 28th, right here at Turbo House. Uh, But then I thought it would be a super cool idea for them to maybe have like a little warm-up show to play a song or two. Yes, thank you. And uh, that's going to happen now. We're going to bum you out. Everyone ready to get bummed? Sweet. I love feeling sad. We're not that that depressing.
This one's called Seance Three. You guys just literally tore the house down. I was like, <laughs> just happened. <laughs> oh, man. That was... <laughs> a guy... So in towards the end of that song, a guy just smashed through a wall? <laughs> as near as I can tell. They should have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, how did that feel, uh, April and Sean? Uh, less terrifying than I was building it up to be. Oh. There. Oh, you're sitting down. Yeah, it felt pretty good to me. Felt good. Now, you guys, are, we, did, we mentioned it at the top, but February 28th, if you enjoyed that, uh, if to both you in the audience and the listeners, yes. February 28th, come out to Turbo House and listen to more of that. 
Yeah, we also have uh, a good friend of ours uh, named Matthew Fleming who writes heartbreaking, incredible. This is going to be a real dark evening here at Turbo House. But it's like we're the the. yeah, also, my little brother Chris is going to come play guitar as well. But, uh, and is he playing sad music as well? Uh, probably. Probably, yeah. I don't oh. know. He does kind of instrumental, acoustic type stuff. But it's all of the funniest kind of chucklehead type idiots. All of us have have the deep. Uh, James have I don't think has James ever done anything like quiet and melodic. No. <laughs> James doesn't have that that voice inside of him. <laughs> no, he just, I don't know, have you, have you, are you familiar with the Cheeto dust thing that he did? No, I do, I, now all I want to know about is the Cheeto dust MC thing. Cheeto uh, dust MC thing. Cheeto dust. MC Cheeto dust. I, I did feel, uh, we're talking about James Arsenian, if yeah, anyone is trying to, if, if this is referencing to anybody. Sounds like another getting bad cocaine. <laughs> MC Cheeto dust? I probably yeah. would give you bad cocaine. I, yeah. I actually felt the profound sense of. And I, I don't, I'm not, I have no shame, you know, but like, it was one of those things where I was, by association, because it's like, he's my brother, mm-hmm. I was embarrassed. <laughs> so now tell, now tell us about MC Cheeto does. Like, so last time you were on the show, uh, a yeah. couple people talked about the, came up to me and told me about the, the BB gun story, and they were like, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. So, so now there's just more James content for our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the night you mama bird baby birded me the Cheeto? What? Whoa! <laughs> this is taking all sorts of twists and turns. At the show that James did, which was at the old Turbo House. Oh. Um, yeah, they, they... Cheeto dust, they had like this big bowl of Cheetos that they were just Obviously. around. And there is photographic evidence of you mama birding. Oh, he didn't like chew it up that. or anything. <laughs> he didn't regurgitate it. Animals. <laughs> no, Cheetos are like perfect to mom and bird baby yeah. birded. Like. Have you ever mom and bird baby birded your child Cheetos? No, but like. Uh, you should, it's awesome. <laughs> Consider it. It's giving me new ideas about how to bond. <laughs> We've never been close. Listen, listen Jacob. <laughs> I, I'm out a lot working the clubs, but now we're going to bond. Saturday morning is daddy Jacob time. <laughs> That's what we're going to. We're gonna do. That's your initiation, Chris. So. <laughs> Welcome to, to Sweetheart Grip, Chris. From does anybody my mouth have any to your... Cheetos here? Right now? <laughs> no? okay. So MC Cheeto does tell tell us is it, what it just was his this rap persona that he came up with. He didn't really <laughs> rap. Or there's a song. Uh, they have a song called like he ha- he has a song called like this like this, and that's all. He just says like this like this over and over and over again mm-hmm. to the point where he's screaming it like this like this like this like this. Like this, like this. Mm-hmm. And there's like a techno beat happening behind it. The best thing about Wait, that was... Like, like, what, like what? <laughs> like this, like this. Put it At on... At his wedding, he put that on. Okay. Oh, you're like, those were his vows. Because <laughs> it was this thing where uh, I guess I realized how uh, people in Alberta like to get down. We had like James had all this funk and soul and danceable good music playing at his wedding and mm-hmm. like half of the people like his his wife is from Alberta half of the people at the wedding we're not were judging just sitting there acting like <clears throat> there wasn't some funky ass music oh we're judging people in Alberta now. and then James is like nobody's dancing or whatever so like his wife put on some fucking country music and that got everybody up of course so everybody was like square Who's dancing or whatever the fuck they do like, oh lord like, <laughs> 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 oh 
I've been waiting for this! Chattahoochee, what? So yeah, yeah no, these people did not know what they were in for when he put on like this, like this, and nobody knew what it was except for James and like five other people. <laughs> and it's just a really loud techno song with him screaming, like this, like this, like this, like this! Did, how, did, how did Alberta get down? Did they? They did not. They were oh. just... I was hoping the punchline to that story was they were that's like, a, and no, the, the crowd is, went That's how you end what? the wedding. That's how you stop a party from happening. Everybody went home. Keep it going for our music lives. Sweetheart grip, everybody. Going to be back here. Troubadour. 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 Troubadour, but with a P, because it's like a pterodactyl, but a troubadour. On your band camp. It's on your band camp. It's on the band camp. You can buy it. And it's on Spotify and uh-huh. Apple Music and every other dumb YouTube mm-hmm. thing. You have some music videos for Seance Number Three. You're going to be here uh, February 28th at Turbo House. Walter, you have closing closing thoughts for our guest, Sweetheart Grip. Uh, sweetheart Grip. Do you know what's uh, wait? Do you know what a Sweetheart Grip is? You weren't on the show. Do you I know? Think I missed that one. Sweetheart Grip. Do you guys want to explain the title? Because Walter would dig it. You're going to get obsessed with it. The concept. Uh, it was the uh, guys in World War II. Uh, um, they would want to think about their wives or girlfriends while they were killing people. So they basically would they would take pictures of their wives or girlfriend or like Betty Page or pinup girls or whatever. And they would Betty Boop <laughs> or Betty Boop or Betty Boop. Tweety Bird <laughs> or like you know <laughs> I'm just picturing what what hunky original guys bondage girl Betty Gary Boop. Cooper um, and they would Popeye. Put, Popeye. They would put these pictures on the handles of their guns, and they would put like a piece of plastic over it, like like the grip of their gun. Yeah. So that they would have like they would customize the sweetheart their weapons. Grip. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that cool? It's dark as fuck. It is so weird. Sweet. I mean, like I guess I guess semi You know what? For the whole band ensemble thing, I totally get how it's cool. Yeah, it's like, super cool. Great. You know what? Good branding, guys. <laughs> Keep for sweetheart. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Look. Grip thing. Isn't that like, it's weird to me that that's never popped up in like a Tarantino film. That like, no, don't, no, don't take my beer, Walter. Okay, so here's the situation. I got a drink at some point. Uh-huh. And, and now it's, it's gone. It's missing. And I'm not sure if I drank it or if it's just gone. You probably drank it, buddy. All right. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, our next comedian. We oh my god, slash guest. Oh, I I have regrets about this. Re- I don't. Well, how would you have regrets about this? Is literally Walter has told me many times in the last ten years that he cannot work with most comedians in this city. But the next comedian that we have coming up for you, you work with repeatedly. You kind of like started a joint enterprise with him. Yeah, but not by choice. Oh, I didn't know that. And you, and whenever something like bothers you, you you call him up at any any hour of the night. Yeah. And to, to complain about it, so like he's your 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 comedian. Consigliere. Go. Uh, I think that's like derogatory. No. No, I'm just Have saying. You but, see the Godfather? No, but like it's he's more than that. He's your he's your brother. Okay, he's your com- brother comedian. Do we have a lot of Italians in the crowd tonight? I'm not saying consigliere is derogatory. I'm saying it diminishes the relationship with your brother, Chris I think, Vendito. I think your relationship with your brother is what you need to question. I don't have a very good one. <laughs> no, bro. I, <laughs> I'm not the one bringing it up, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise. Mr. Chris Vendito! Mr. Chris Vendito! 
Thank you, Chris, putting up with that. No, it's always good to just walk on stage while the hosts are fighting. <laughs> what a bunch of shit. Why are we celebrating this podcast? <laughs> this podcast has had me on seven out of the last ten episodes. Why do you think people care about it? You're all paid to be here tonight. This is fucking weird. Uh, this is good. Wally. <laughs> oh, the fact that you agreed to this really proves. <laughs> You've been on like a, you were saying before, Will Corver, like, you know, I've only missed like five episodes. I was back there reading through all the guests and shows of the, of the fucking podcast. Walter's missed at least 15. <laughs> I, I got to about like the 105 mark and Walter had missed 15 just in those 95 shows that I counted. What are you talking about? You know when you're here, you're barely on the, you're barely here. Walter and Keith were at the forefront of the podcast game and it's led to a pay what you can show for episode 200. <laughs> They got in the front door. They were one of the first ones on the scene in podcasting. And the best they could do is Chris Vendito. Seven out of the last ten episodes. I'm not even that big of a fan of myself. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Walter still has his fucking work pass on. How much do you think he cares about this show? It's been on all night. He hasn't taken the badge off. Yeah, I told him about it immediately. He did not care. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> the fact that you survived. <laughs> Trying to arrange for him to meet you every two weeks for five years is insane to me. Ten years. <laughs> Wouldn't brag about that one. I thought, I thought you only went back five. It turns out you really were at the forefront of podcasting, boys. Even that, they've had some big fucking guests, though. Just once each. <laughs> they had some big ones. They had Mike Ward. Yeah. 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 You had like five minute interviews with the entire Nasty Show one year. Exactly. Just, just, just a bunch of interviews. Sugar Sammy. Sugar Sammy. Twice. 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 Nolman. Andy Nolman's the Nolman. next after Sugar Sammy. It's Andy Nolman we're going to. <laughs> That's fucking top heavy as shit. Mick Foley was on? When was Mick Foley on? Early. Mando. Mando early, Mando. they say. <laughs> that helped take off the show at all. But it was early. I don't know how Keith does it. I don't know how I do it with Walter. I really... Chris Betts? Catherine came. His wife came. His wife has already left. You know what that means? I gotta fucking drive him home. Who loses the most here? Me. Up. You feel like yeah, that's your son, right? And he, he's your like actual son. I feel like his father, he's four years older than me. <laughs> you know how many times I gotta be like, Walter, be careful to a grown man. He's 33 years old. And I gotta I gotta make sure he doesn't get hit over by a car. You know how many rat I know he's not your son. I'm talking about Walter because Keith's kind of vanilla. And <laughs> 
could paint pictures of Walter for days. There's so many different Walters I could talk about. He was talking about summer or darkness, Walter. That's really just July, Walter. Every summer. He literally dieted by drinking cup of soups every day and double vodka sodas. That was a diet program. It worked for him. 20 pounds. 20 pounds. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I did it. I've had just sodium and vodka for months. Warm water, vodka water. And then all the while, he's there like, hey, pal, um, got this cool band. They're like just starting up and they want to get a spot on the podcast next week. What do you think? And he's like, I'll go, fuck, sure. Just tell me when to be there. Because he's drunk. In July, Walter, I don't know how you got anything booked with him in July. It makes no sense. And March. I used to do the festival And the holidays. Bookings. I used to get the festival bookings in the podcast. And uh, he gets really excited about drinking in February, too. Because he wants, because he knows nobody's doing it. In January, like right after when everyone's like, let's just relax. Walter's like, a triple vodka soda, please. So you could put it in this mug. WrestleMania 30 cup. But I'm proud of you, boys. I subscri- subscribe to your podcast on Apple for the first time today. If all of you could subscribe, it would get us to 11 subscribers. And if you could all write a review, maybe the reviews would be visible. Ten years. The reviews aren't visible yet. I like the garden fucking furniture you got for the, the, the chairs. This is good. The tablecloth. I'm interested to sit down now because we have, we're running out of time. There's a hip-hop show after this. It's got winded. And Billy Eilish. Chris Vendito, everybody. Chris Vendito. <laughs> he didn't even start any of this. Chris had t- 20 minutes of material that he showed me before the show, and he threw it all away. He threw it all away. It's crazy. Chris Vendito. He just wanted to make fun of us. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> This. That's exactly what I wanted. That was that was. Hey, now this, this must be what it feels like to be on the Tonight Show. Hey, at least you. This is how Rickles felt with Carson every night. Get comf- <laughs> At least Morgan O'Shea. Morgan O'Shea spilled the beer in our shit. That's it. Just one beer. <laughs> yeah, just one. Just yeah, one, one beer. One beer, and it fucked up a whole thing. Yeah, yeah it screwed up one of our sounds. I was looking back with like the first times so I was on this podcast. Yeah, I couldn't find it. It's there. It's I'm there, sure. but it, I couldn't scroll that far back. You couldn't get through because, yeah, we're at two, like... Two bills. So you more. There's actually and more. That's the Keith, stupid part. And he posts them on 9 to 5, I don't know if any of you have ever cared about looking, but he does uh-huh. post them, really. It's facts. And, and, and he puts these little blurbs that he obviously keeps writes, <laughs> and they're garbage. <laughs> I want to read some of them. <laughs> um... This is a good one. I, this was so fucking... It stood out? This one stood out so much, I screen grabbed it. came it. prepared I, I'm, I'm excited. This is... Listen. Oh, this is... Keith's <laughs> connection to fatherhood... Keith's ability to relate to fatherhood is through a dog. Correct. I want to remember this. Yes. It's important. It's a context for the story because if any of you know Keith, I'm sure all of us do, and follow him on social media, he recently posted a fucking video... A home security video of his dog. (laughs) 
and his fucking vacuum that just rolled around. And that video alone is enough fucking proof for Walter to be like, pay for the drinks thing. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you saying that the video of your an fucking, automatic robot... With your Jack Ryan security system... <laughs> Are you saying that because I have a security camera filming my fancy little dog getting the way of my fancy little robot, I apparently have money to burn? Is that what you're trying to say? You can't buy the fucking four pounds of beer. I could buy him a bunch of beers. Stuff on Legos. I could buy stuff on. You know Walter. Three years ago, did we ever expect Walter to be like, "I'm a father"? Excuse me, what? And he's a good dad, too, which is crazy. <laughs> so this is why this fucking blog post particularly pissed me off. <laughs> Go plug yourself 186 if you're keeping score. What's it plugging? Rad Dad's return with Reese Turner along with Walt. Obviously, a little context it was, never, it was never hard for certain people to get books. But no, but hold the... I just want to pause that. Lee just- Corber. Chris. I just want to tell you, Chris, Walter's like, we're going to plug Rad Dads. I'm like, cool. He's like, I'm going to get Patterson. I'm like, cool. Show up. And he's like, Patter- and he's like Patterson's at the beach. Here's Reese. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. If you were one of the lucky people who managed to get tickets to last year's sellout. Right? It's nice, right? Starts off you know. Time. Shut up. Wait. Um, Last year's edition of Rad Dads. Then you know that Reese... And Walter are terrible but radical parents. Terrible but radical. This fucking guy has the balls, the balls to call this man a terrible parent when the fact that he's not fucking dead yet from the fact that he's a parent and drinks as much as he does and carries as much spite as he does. The fact that he is not dead is a miracle and that should be applauded. This fucking guy with his fucking zip up in fucking February. <laughs> the fuck is going on? Anyway, it's nice to be here, man. Real glad, I'm real glad I put you into the roster as co-host, Chris. That's what? No, I'm really pumped for that. This is just for Walter. You know? oh, okay. We're sending him off, like just uh. like his last time when he retired from comedy. Yep. <clears throat> Most yeah. of you were there. <laughs> I'm just happy to do my five on Kobe. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> thank you again, Chris Vendito, everybody. Keep, keep going. Here we go. So, what uh, what questions have you always wanted to ask Walter, but you never never have? There's not a question I could think of that I haven't asked Walter. Like, there's not a question you could think of that Walter already hasn't thought about, like religiously and how many conniving ways to distort how, and fuck up the question. How many times? How many times and in how many different circumstances have you asked Walter, "Are you serious right now"? Three to four times a day. <laughs> Across so many different... If you, if you want to count all like forms of communication, like digital, uh, across different platforms, uh, like we, we, like we have each other, we text all the time, but sometimes we'll fucking be like, hey, I'm going to Facebook messenger you for no reason. <laughs> this I is the method. I sent you on Twitter, but also here's the screen grab. Do you believe this shit? <laughs> All in a span in about five minutes. And it's like, dude, pick one. Just send it all to one source. It's fucking crazy. What the fuck? My, I, you're t- I don't know. Maybe I don't respond to it correctly. Because, like, Walter will occasionally do this to me. He's like, did you see this? And he sends me a picture. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And he's like, aren't you enraged? And I'm like, I just don't care. And he's like, Ugh. And then I feel he immediately messages you. No, he messages like, me first. And then <laughs> when I piss him off. 
He goes to other people. <laughs> exactly. He hunts people who agreed with him for him to come back and be like, oh, three people agree with me wholeheartedly <laughs> on this. We have a walk through. This is affecting millions. Three people. Chris, I never care who agrees with me. Honestly. I know. <laughs> Walter's biggest problem is that he's always right and he never knows when to turn it back. Chris's the problem is that he's always wrong. He's wrong and he's an idiot and stupid. <laughs> Very, that's, that's a, a that's great a, comeback. That's a, that's a double vodka retort. <laughs> we, uh, rebuttal, <laughs> rebuttal, Mr. Vendito. <laughs> Anyone else notice Walter's shirts on the fucking wall over here? <laughs> His entire wardrobe's uh, on this wall. I noticed someplace Chris has never been on this wall in nature, in the jungle. Whoa. Going what? For a walk. <laughs> you lose, uh, you lose uh, so many people in the second half. Let's go for a walk. Uh, <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> you haven't lived if you've seen Walter get into someone else's car thinking it was my car. <laughs> guy drives a black That's car. happened multiple times. Guy drives a black car. What am I supposed to do? Literally, be, one be time a fucking happened, psychic? We were going to Keith's house, legitimately, to go do a, sh- I think, to record a shit show. And he gets in. I see him. I'm like, Walter, I'm on, like, I'm on, I'm on this side of the street. I see him not only cross the street, but confidently, like with a with a sense of swagger, open a back door, and then immediately step up, like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> and then look around and, and like get on his phone, and I'm like, I saw the whole thing. And I'm like, if you've never met Walter and want to get an idea of who he is as a person, that whole thing really spells it out. Walter, <laughs> similar story. Walter was coming over to my house last year. I'd already lived at this place for two or three years. Walter's been there like dozens of times. I'm like, Walter's like, I'm at the Metro now. I live maybe, maybe five minute walk from the Metro. Well, a bunch of times. Walter calls me up, no joke, half an hour after the, I'm at the Metro. And he's like, what's your address again? He's just been, I look outside. He's just been wandering the street kind of vaguely in front of my house being like, I don't know what to do and I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) What we're trying to say is Walter's really God just a, bless you, Walter Daly. to earth, got it together, fella. <laughs> with you know, next to no vices and that? you know, ticks or quirks. So, to wrap up the show, we're gonna revamp the five questions. If Ines and Lawrence could come back, oh, and Lawrence, come, Lawrence, Ines, come back, please. Thank you so much. We're missing. We have the chairs. We have the chairs. We did it. Grab a mic. Grab a microphone. So if you listen to the show, a bunch. Uh, this is where the fourteen mics are going to come in. Exactly. This is where we have all the mics. Uh, if you listen to the show, we end off the show usually with a question segment called Five Questions, where we ask the same three questions to each guest. Then we ask a whole other thing. But what we're doing tonight, because we have our three uh, members of the, uh, the the three horsemen of the podcasting I'm world in Montreal. Well, I don't know. No one brought you up a drink. Uh, We want to kind of hammer out three new questions. So if you guys have questions that you want to think of, if anyone in the audience has a question, like a question that you think is so good that we could ask it to every one of our guests, we want to hammer out new questions. Usually, we kind of ask people about embarrassing memories from time to time. We like to try to dig deep. And some of them, we try to dig, we go a little surface. We try to find out a little, like, ask them sort of curveball questions. So Keith's questions are particularly terrible. So Thanks. Come up with better questions than that. Jerk. You had like 190 chances to come up with better ones. Yeah. You've been involved in all of the questions. There, so what, what, Chris, do you have any ones? Any ones that you want to ask every time? Like a, like a new 
question for the people? Yeah. Uh, it's a brainstorm. I want to ask some of you guys, when was the moment you knew adulting sucked? Oh, that's like, not bad. Because we're, 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 we leave high school, we think, you know what? I'm going to kill it, man. I'm going to go four years. <laughs> Nothing but home runs for me. Four years, going to get a good job, going to, you know, 25 house, and like, you know, 30 is going to be lit. And that's like, I'm about to turn 30, and it's like, holy fuck, we're running out of time. <laughs> you have nothing going on. Whoa, whoa, that's uncalled. That's not true. And yeah, I, no, she I, got, was, I, got, I got the Montreal Rose Battles February 15th. <laughs> it is go plug yourself I'm after all. Chris has a beautiful shed behind his mother's house, and it's all his. Okay, I like that one. I think that, that I think that that is definitely making the cut. I think is when did when when did you realize being an adult sucks? Yeah. When, when did what was the age where you figured out that man? Shit was better when we were kids. Dude, <laughs> I could literally, like, I don't necessarily pinpoint it to an exact moment, but an exact concept where I was like, I don't know how to do laundry. Like, I, 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 I had been living on my own for a while. Yeah, but that's fucking, you got married at 11. Like Facts. <laughs> I moved out of the house at 17. You were, and were, you were smoking cigarettes, talking about the, the old days at 15. Like. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was like, oh no, laundry, like. And it was just like I'm an That's idiot. What did it for you, dude? I, w- I didn't. Like I moved out of my parents' house at 17. Calling yourself out for never having done laundry. That's awful. House? What That's embarrassing. Is that true, Papa? <laughs> my dad just like yeah. Uh, uh, oh, oh doing the dishes really well. Adults really. Oh, got me down. What you? There's like garbage apparently, and you have to like take it out. I moved out of my. Pa- I moved out of my parents' house. And my dad was like, you're not going to get any financial support. And I was like, I don't care, dad. I got this. I had $300 in my bank account. Like, and that was, I was like, I'm set forever. I have, this is the most money I've ever had oh, in my bank account. Birthday? You're really birthday hammering money? home the, 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 the handsome white kid looking vibe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're just fucking, ha- you're stamping it home. You know, the hardest shit for me was when I had to do laundry for the first time. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> Fuck me, bud. <laughs> Fine. Walter, was whatever. Uh, was it also lost? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I, th- I was gonna say similarly, like just like buying toilet paper for me. <laughs> it sucks. Like and like like the first time you buy toilet paper, like the reality of everything I think sets in. That's fair. Wow. Well, you know, being told to close really has to be really hard. Yeah. It's just like about how how many things again? Like I said, like just. Detergent, soap, all that stuff. You're like, why is everything? I mean, I, I still live at home, so. To this, to this day, I have this weird, like, nagging anxiety of just that there's always stuff running out. I'm like, oh, my Gondax solution is almost out. Ah, oh, my deodorant's almost out. Ah, oh, my dish. So, like, everything. I'm like, how much oh, of my life is worth? I know it's not. Your charm and talent is running out. Jerk. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? I'm just sort of like, like, when you're a kid, stuff running out is not even a, a thing. Yeah, sure. I mean. Like you just how's the how's the summer home, Keith? <laughs> <laughs> yeah? All right. Yeah, the, I like the, that like, question. Nice. Uh, a little fucking little shrimp cocktail, Lawrence. Yeah, brother. Lawrence, you got a question for us, buddy? Um, I would ask people what their thoughts sound like. What your? Oh, is that the thing? Yeah, because uh, there's been this whole second thing online where people are like, do you narrate your thoughts or are your thoughts abstract? I, I'm, together? and that is the most fascinating fucking thing. Uh, that I that I've heard about recently. Are you blowing a raspberry, or are you, what are you doing? Yes. Okay. That was that was an ill response. I wanted to actually ask I, in, wanted, I wanted to ask Ines about this. Okay. 
specifically because uh, of the fact that I'm one of the only people I know that doesn't have an internal monologue. And I've always kind of chalked it up. You're a monster. I've always chalked it up to ADHD. To be that, like, my, I just have, like, these abstract things that kind of come together. And I was like, oh, I should ask Ines. Do you I have an internal monologues? 90% of me and Keith's exchanges are about Are like, hey, ADHD? ADHD? I'm like, do you two write this? Come on! Do we have ADHD? Yeah, anyway. Um, no, I have, I feel like my ADHD is having, like, 15 internal monologues. But, but they're all monologues. But there's definitely, like, uh... Like a narrative? Like a voice. Like, it sounds super weird. Like, it doesn't, there's no sound to it, but there's definitely... There's definitely words you know it's not yeah. like a yeah no so if, like i only get to words if i like slow things down and get to words usually i'll just have like images of like concepts kind of linked together rapidly and that's and i was wondering if it was an adhd thing or maybe it's just the, my brain thing so yeah. it's not an adhd yeah. thing just too much happening both roads lead to the same place um do we want it? Do we want it? Do we in there wally hey do we want to keep the thoughts thing or do you want to do you want to refine it do you want to ask that to every guest, Lolly? Um, it's a good I'm question. I'm asking. I'm putting it to you guys. What people's thoughts? It's what do your thoughts sound like? What do people's thoughts sound like? Are we going to ask people what their internal monologue sounds like or just generally screaming? Or ask if they have an internal <laughs> yeah. monologue. Insane. Because it could be also like a process-oriented question if you have artists or if you have someone who's generally not a creative type, how it's different from the people that you interview who are artists and just to see kind of what's different. I think, I think most professional people hear screaming mostly. Yeah, exactly. If you've, you know, if you've ever accomplished anything in your life, your internal voice sounds like screaming. Successful. Professional, internal... successful people hear screaming. I think. Uh-huh. You're asking what my internal thoughts are. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Those are my internal thoughts. Oh. Like, Every time? Why are you asking these questions? Like, who are you? What do you do? Uh, who do you work for? <laughs> What do you do for food? I don't know this much. Yeah, there's a little... I don't know what he does for much. There's a little thought police kind of situation. Tell me what your thoughts sound like. Ines, do, do, you, have, do you have, like, good Ines and bad Ines? What? What, what? what do you mean? Like, like a you, little, like, devil and a yeah, angel actually, on my yeah. shoulders? Because I, I feel that sometimes. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's, like, I think about it in that black and white. I feel like, uh... I definitely have bad walls. Morality is a spectrum. <laughs> That, yeah, mean, like I, your, I think like each, each like thought or or urge or whatever thing I have, I can like judge it as like coming from sort of like a worse or better side of me, but it's like not like they're so uh, well divided. I think I have a bad Walter, you fucking animal. Are you serious right now? Your default Walter is yeah, three bourbon lemonades one. deep. I was gonna be like the, get to the parking lot where you're hammering ten back. I mean, that is who's that Walter? Walter and I you, are... You try and get us to day drink at 4 a.m. Like, who the fuck? In what universe? You're like, oh, there might be... I like how you said it sheepishly. Like, you're fucking unsure. Like, guys. Oh, there might be a bad Walter. Guys, there, no, I think when he's there might be a bad Walter. There's, there's yeah. even a worse Walter. Is what he's trying yeah, exactly. To I think that's what, he's, that's what he's trying to tell us. Yeah. To move past... Guys, all the Walters that you know, that's not the bad one. There's a multiverse of Walters. <laughs> These are the good ones? <laughs> Walter and I were literally at a show last week where he turns to me at one point and like 100% wholeheartedly says like, These people don't deserve me. <laughs> I, I fucking did a bomb? spit take. There was beer everywhere because he was so serious about it too. It wasn't like he was just like ha-ha joking. He was like... Like, dead cold, like, they don't deserve me. And, like, he's a they, fucked they up They didn't person. either. <laughs> he's a fucked up person. He doubles down. 
Ines, is there... Keith is, like, such a healthier person for moving on from this. Ines, is there a, a question you want to ask every guest? Yes, I do. Oh, I'm I ready. I know what their uh, favorite childhood food Oh. Favorite childhood food, what do your thoughts sound like, and when did you... Oh, you look at me first, fuck. Because I'm getting... When did you ask anyone? I'm just saying those are our three. Does anyone have anyone that anything that they would think is better? Foods? I mean, it's the same thing as an adult food. I mean, I like pasta. Yeah, no, let's not lie. I'm I... not gonna not like pasta. Cinnamon toast crunch. Till the day I die. Or something that, like makes I'm you Italian. We had fucking shitty Italian cookies. S cookies that were picking <laughs> out of the freezer. We had good cookies twice a year: Easter and Christmas. Those were the those were when the good cookies came out. Rest of the year was whatever was on sale. That was half an English muffin with cheese was. Okay, we wasn't fucking that. Was that I, I have I have a favorite childhood food that I've only. We did uh, cheese whiz in the rotation at the Elendino house. I have a favorite childhood food that was specifically something only my father made, and that I have not had since I was a childhood. English muffin. Cheese. He made the weird little. He put a bunch of chocolate wafer cookies in between whipped cream, and you put it in the fridge, and everything gets soft, and it makes it like a cake. Oh fuck! He that's brought really you good. one tonight. That's really good. Um, <laughs> it is. It's amazing. There's nothing there. Oh, damn it. That was a big piece. I was like, I was like, did you bring? I was like, did you, did you call my dad and get him to make the cake? Fucking only child. Does anyone have any better questions? Or are those our three questions for the next like fifty episodes? Florida for this. Better ones, please. Did you come from Florida for this? Yes, he flew in. He flew in on the red eye from fucking Miami to be here tonight at the Turbo House where his pack. Full of Italians. Are you, are, you, are you paying room and board to be here tonight, Bruce? Yeah. Oh, Christ. All right. Are you serious? Is that your father? No. <laughs> I said, Dad, if you're in town, can you, you want to come? Then I send him the name of the place, and he was like, is it an auto shop? Because apparently. <laughs> I mean, in many ways, it is. <laughs> Because he Googled it or whatever. <laughs> it legitimately sent me the screenshot. Says it was an auto shop. To close off the episode, Walter, I, I had an ambitious uh, present in mind for you, and then I kind of half-assed it. How ambitious was it? So here, oh, here it is. Bring it out, Walter. You can take it off. I'll tell you. Just oh, look. Hold on. Like, build some tension. Okay, so this is a celebration of Walter's 200th episode. Yeah! Yay! Beautiful. The your sword that you have at home. <laughs> the original concept was to have all 200 guests kind of written oh, in the background, but that seemed really hard. Yeah. So then I just put the live and posters. Some of them are in jail. Yeah, and some of them, no, I've been to jail. <laughs> so yeah, I wanted to have the whole thing, but I. Yeah, there you go. That's young, young, Walter. young Walter and young Keith on our 100th episode. No, you look identical. <laughs> I don't age. And our home away and our home away from home comedy work. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode two hundred. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for the uh, ill-begotten decade, Keith. Thank you. Uh, this is great. It's and time uh, neither of you will ever No get regrets, back. no no regrets. It was a good match, Brett. Uh, no, uh, no, I wasn't booked for it. 
Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.